The Conspiracy Podcast contains adult themes, language, and violence. Basically, all the good stuff. Thanks for listening. This week on Conspiracy, if you love matcha lattes, gay porn, speedos, and plastic surgery, we have the cult for you. Welcome to Buddha Field. where we talk all things conspiracies, true crime, paranormal, and this week, cults. Pretty excited. I am one of your hosts, Elizabeth. And I'm another host, Renee Abith. Oh, yeah. I'm Catherine. Cass. Cass. <laughs> Cass. I'm Catherine. The list keeps going. It's fine. <laughs> Last week we talked about cooters. Bubba's. Oh, Bubba's, co- Bubba's and Cooters. Oh. This week we have Catherine. Catherine, yep. That's my Oh, that's your Texas nickname. Catherine. Yeah, you finally have a Catherine Texas nickname. Catherine. Damn, that's a long name. <laughs> Catherine Catherine. I, I kind of love it, though. I love it, though. Well, yeah, I would much rather have a conspiracy. Well, since last week we talked about a rich asshole who got away with murder, I figured this week it would be a good time to talk about a rich, speedo-wearing, ballet-dancing, matcha-drinking, plastic-surgery-loving, mindfucker, named Michelle, slash Jaime Gomez, <laughs> slash God King. Mm-hmm. Ragey. Wait, there's Rehi. more. Mm. There's more. You're right, Rehi. Oh, yeah, he's... He, he changed his name uh, to Andreas, too. That's oh, right. Yeah. And then he was also called the teacher. Wow, that's dumb. He's got Wait, a lot of that names, guy. too. What are with all these... These people are crazy. Yeah. That's like the worst superhero ever, though. The, the teacher. teacher? I'm here to save you. I'm the teacher. I'm here to put you in detention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. We are... Um, We made ourselves a nice little fruit salad, so... For the occasion. For eating um, some lovely peaches, mangoes, strawberries, blackberries, and blueberries. Um, Katie, do you want to tell them what kind of tea we're having? Yes, we are also having the um, prettiest prettiest tea that you could possibly have, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yuppiest latte the, around. You know, we got, we got some matcha. It's a matcha green tea latte with almond milk, a little bit of vanilla extract, and um, some honey. Yes. So Cheers. Nice. I love cold. I took this online quiz a long time ago that was like, what cult would you join? And this mm-hmm. is it. And I'm Are you pretty serious? excited about it. I mean, on the surface, it's one of those cults that is that sounds really good, and it was really good until it wasn't. 
So I feel like this would be the cult that we have talked about starting up. But we oh would yeah, not make it go that way with less molest. I'm we sure just, they all thought that too. We though. would just have That's our true. crystal, you know, and worship it every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, look, I promise you, we're not in the cult. We're gonna call that. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna let you know. So if you hear us munching, that's just us munching on this delicious fruit salad Katie made for us. So don't judge us. If you had a delicious fruit salad, you'd be munching on it too. So good. Katie, you're the best. Thank Mm -hmm. you. So do we want to start by going over like the basics of what the cult was like, especially when it first started? Because when, you know, going through what it was like when it first began, it doesn't sound that bad. It actually sounds pretty cool. True. Like I said, it's definitely one that I would have fallen for. Like they yeah. had a, they did like weekend outings to rivers and mountaintops and beaches <laughs> where they would frolic, shed their inhibitions, occasionally go skinny dipping. They meditated a lot. There was a lot of focus on getting on your, getting in touch with your inner child. Kind of like abandoning the hangups of adulthood. And then, uh, shock tea, which is not a type of tea. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> A transfer of energy between the master, who was Michelle, as we spoke before, and the student. And at its most intense, the student experiences something akin to an LSD trip with, like, flashing lights and vibrant colors and an overwhelming sense of bliss. And that's what they call the knowing. Yes. That was how you got closer to God, was how, by, like, experiencing these shaktis. And it was apparently convincing enough that it kept people coming back. My thing is, though, is, like, realistically, how do you fall for a cult in the 80s and 90s? Like, are we not past that by now? You would think so, but there's cults starting every day. We just had, um... CrossFit. Um, (laughs) no, there... Uh, what's the name of the one... What's the name of the one that just got busted? Oh, the one with that lady from Supernatural? Or Smallville? Uh, Smallville, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but actually, it was like, like... the Roman numeral one, wasn't it? Yes. Okay, it was like an N and some Roman numerals and an S. Yes. Like Something like that. Something weird. But was there's awesome. actually a lot of similarities between the guy who ran that and Michelle... Michelle Rostand, whose real name is Jaime Gomez. Do we want to talk more about Jaime, or do we want to talk more about the cult? Let's start with Jaime Gomez... And why he became yeah. the way he is. And yes. we should probably mention the documentary because that's where we got a lot of our info. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much to uh, documentary Holy Hell. If you haven't watched it, you definitely should. gives a lot of insight to the Buddhafield cult, especially because it was filmed by a person who was in it for a really long time. So crazy. And looking back on it after learning about the cult, I'm very shocked that he even let Will film all that stuff well it was because he was initially filming it to make a pro buddhafield documentary infomercial for yes (laughs) so it was kind of like document our day-to-day stuff here so we can show people how wonderful our cult is but yeah it's on netflix it's called holy hell i just want to know um aside from like being completely lost as an individual and wanting to find yourself and that's basically why most of them joined it um, was another requirement just to be, like, one of the most beautiful people in L.A. at that time. Like, what were the requirements? Like, they only accepted beautiful people, I mm-hmm. feel like. That's how they experienced parental traumas. They all had daddy issues. Mm-hmm. I, I guess wouldn't, they did. I wouldn't make mm-hmm. it. Attractive <laughs> people he with took daddy one, issues. That he took like one like a man be like, no. Yes. And plastic surgery. 
And I would never make it. You'd be like, mm, fix that one. <laughs> Not like my face or my nose. Just like, here. Mm-hmm. Let's just wrap that up. Goodbye. <laughs> you failed. Come back later. He started to look like Kathy. Yeah, it was pretty wild. He did. So yeah, that's where we gathered a lot of information. It was so interesting. I think I watched it when it first came out back when I started I becoming like really obsessed with like crime and cults and like documentaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just literally I was so shook. I like could mm-hmm. not stop thinking about those poor people. They all experienced so much and they so thought much trauma. they were getting into something that was for love and exactly. self appreciation mm-hmm. and making long lasting friends and they called each other family. And it was all for Michelle slash Jaime slash his twelve other names. I'm so curious. let's uh <laughs> let's get into Jaime Gomez. Um yeah, we've been calling him by his birth name for a while because that's his fucking name. Um, he was the son of a wealthy Venezuelan rancher, but he came to Hollywood because he wanted to be a superstar. He wanted to get into acting and become famous through his amazing acting skills. And what was the outcome of this? Well, he had one non-speaking role in Rosemary's Baby. He literally appears for about five seconds. He just turns his head. He's just like... He just turns his head. I really think five seconds is too much. I uh, think he was like yeah. literally two. Oh, Yeah. I thought you were saying it's too much to show him. Like, they should have showed him for less. Um, it was rough. He also danced, apparently, with the Oakland Ballet. Not sure if this is true or not. Everyone treats it like it's true, so I assume it probably is. But ballet was a very important part of the cult. Like, they had, like, daily ballet lessons with him. So even if he didn't dance with the Oakland Ballet, he was a talented ballet dancer. Um, and he also did... Some gay porn. Well, well, well. Did anybody look that up? I, I damn. I <laughs> uh, the only the only uh, parts I've seen are the parts that are in the documentary. I didn't try and like find like it. Everybody's initial I thought whenever like you hear Googled somebody doing it. gay porn or like any porn, you're just like, hmm. I did have Let a. Let me just see how good or bad this. I is. did Google it. I'm sorry, mom. I watched it. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, I did. And skateboard you know it was really overly dramatic mm-hmm. well like overdoing the faces and noises did he like his head turn that he did in rosemary's oh yeah several times do you he recognize looked, him? he looks back at it several times jesus <laughs> i guess it, i guess it makes it easy later on to uh identify him it's like oh. oh he keeps looking right at the camera that's him he obviously wanted to be a successful actor and I feel like, like a lot of people in Hollywood, they'll uh, want to get work for a while, not really see it, so they settle for, like, lesser and lesser roles, you know, two seconds in Rosemary's Baby, five years in porn, the huge. The huge. The huge. What's the next thing? Well, I mean, you just make your own cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you can do it. <clears throat> I mean, he clearly he is has... at this point, right? He, he clearly has a sense of entitlement. So, I mean, that shows with him, despite, you know, having no connections whatsoever, just going to Hollywood and assuming that he would achieve superstardom just because he wanted it. And who's to say gay porn wasn't his superstardom? Why does it happen just because he came to Hollywood? He he wanted to just be your everyday actor. (laughs) Maybe his goal was gay porn. He said, you know what? Hollywood might not have been the place for me, but you know what is? My My own cult. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Hollywood. Wood. Oh, wow. 
But also his own cult. <laughs> also his own cult. We can talk a little bit about how it got started. Wait, how it got started? I mean, I have what yeah, happened in it. Yeah, because, like, I... I I, I yeah, mean, it was there's really. There's not a lot about. There's not really a lot not about a lot of him. Info about no, like, it's kind of. I mean, yeah, it's really. You weird. Google it and it's just all the documentary. Hell. So mm-hmm. because it was so weird and like so under wraps, you didn't want anyone <clears throat> to know what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Basically, and I think we can all agree we don't really know how he got his like first few followers. Mm-hmm. But I know it started out as like a yoga class, meditation, hypnotherapy right. kind yes. of feel. Which apparently he was trained in hypnotherapy. Um, He had, like, a massage therapy license, I guess. And he had, like, some regular therapy experience, like an internship or something, Mm -hmm. is what they make it sound like. So he was offering, like, a yoga class, which turned into, like, three days a week, Mm -hmm. which turned into, like, five days a week. And then they were like, you know what, if you give me $20,000, you can just sell everything and move in with me and we're gonna be one big family and I'll take care of you guys. Yeah. And it was a lot of focus on it was a lot of focus on like getting closer to God. So it was almost it was almost like an offshoot of Christianity. Yeah. In it was a, a youth weird group. way. Yeah, it was. It was like a cool yoga youth group where you also got naked and filmed right. weird movies. Well he was also not at the same time. He was also always like, just focus for on the right now. Don't, don't, don't think about the future. Don't think about the past. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about next month. It's just like, just what's happening right now. Like every mm-hmm. single time they would have, mm-hmm. like have meetings and get togethers. That was his number one thing was like, just like, and that's over and over and over again. Every single week, it's like going to trigger something for them to be like, he's yeah. right. He's, you know. Yep. He's, he's preyed on me their traumas. The, yeah, he's, he's yes. putting me in the right place because I'm slightly broken and he's mm-hmm. fixing me. I don't need to think about how, where I came from. I need to think about what I'm doing today. What am I going to mm-hmm. do today to serve what I'm feeling like at this moment myself and God, but I'm slowly going to be serving some, yeah. some, some, some man who is starting to see himself as God. He really, he really did, because it started out as, like, connecting with God, and then it right. slowly turned into, like, I am God, or a representation of God. And that's when people started, that's when one dude started making yeah. elaborate fruit salads for him. That's, like, I've heard people say, like, just how beautiful, like, these people were, just, like, even in the way that they talked and, like, presented themselves, and, like, mm-hmm. things that they did were just not normal, everyday things. They were, like carefully constructed in a very beautiful and peaceful way. Like, yeah. Because <clears throat> a lot of it was like mindfulness. Right. He did the Last Supper and mm-hmm. then... That watermelon was wild. What else oh, did yeah. he do? He did some crazy things. And then Everything. Just, and then he talked about how somebody just came in and threw his fruit salad in a, in a blender and made it into a smoothie and it made him so sad. Mm-hmm. Like... Well, yeah, because I don't think, I don't think, uh, Mikhail, Michael, Michelle, whatever. Everybody Jaime. Like, Jaime. I don't think Jaime ever ate them. No, he never ate them, no, did he? No, but he asked him to make him, like, these fruit salad. Well, he didn't ask, like, for the elaborate, like, mm-hmm. for them to be so elaborate, but he was He's like. He's like beautiful. Yeah, he was yeah. like, just, just make me fruit salad, but he never mm-hmm. ate it. And it, I think that's just, like, a test of, 
How, how, how am I going to make you do things for me? Exactly. How can I feel important today? Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. And his little slogan, like y'all were talking about earlier, he refused to let people think about their past or their futures. Mm-hmm. What he always told everyone was drop your mind. Yeah. In that movie, over and over and over and over, drop your mind, drop your mind. <clears throat> and then he would say, open yourself up to your spiritual self. Drop your mind. And it's like, well, if you're going to, it's like in Zoolander. <laughs> where they play that relax, don't do it. Yes. <laughs> it's like literally the same thing. Well, and like, you know, Will it's. Feral just goes. <laughs> A little bit, yes. Well, like, and it's, uh, you're taking people, like you said, people who have gone through trauma, and you're just like being like, forget it, forget your past, live in the present, da 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 da. That, you know, it just like suppresses it. Like, it's like, don't deal with your emotions, just suppress, 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 and, you know, free yourself to whatever. And I think it makes people also more susceptible to, like, um, input. Because if you're like, don't Mm -hmm. think about anything, just think about what I am telling you. And that's really how he got people. (laughs) Because, like, he got people who were broken, people who Mm -hmm. thought they were broken, people with low self-esteem, and he made it look so attractive. Mm -hmm. Like, it was going to be, like... I'll help you follow God. Yes. And then it turned into I am God. Right. And I don't know if that was his intention all along or if his head got so big because he was just, I mean, not my offensive people, but it's relatively similar to like mega church pastors where like the more money you mm-hmm. give, the more you are right. with God, yeah. yes. the more you pledge, the more we can have for God's people. Mm-hmm. Um, not all pastors are like that, but you know, there are a couple of Joel Osteen, just to name, you know, <laughs> faith. <laughs> and it's like, he was saying the same thing there. Mm-hmm. I'll read this later when we talk about where Michelle is now, but he, like, would ask for money in huge sums. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. literally, take out a student loan, give it to me, I'll help you sell your stuff, and let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the classic, like, uh, get rid of all of your possessions, sell them, and give the money to... Me. Our little gathering. Yeah. Literally. And also yeah. just um, completely drop your parents and family. And yes. Oh, and don't yeah. let them know who, yep. where you're at. And, um, you know, just get rid of all of that because all of that's just bad. Mm-hmm. Bad. Like, everything before him was always just nothing that should have been brought into you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like he would tell them at, like, their meetings, happiness is wherever you are, wherever you are. Um, is where happiness is. Like it's so weird. And his one like, quote was, the outside world, often including family interaction, is presented as catastrophe and temptation and trials. Like, okay, I've never called my mom a temptation or a trial, but, yeah, like, cool. That's, they weren't calling their parents, like, they weren't. They weren't allowed to have any contact. They couldn't watch TV. Exactly. They weren't allowed to have sex. They, oh, they weren't allowed books. to have relationships. They weren't allowed to read books <sighs> or listen to the radio. Like it was they like could not do anything. Yes, no relationship, no but sex, with no bonus. Like, but of course they're going to sneak behind their back. His back oh, and, of like, course. Oh, we'll get into the inter-community relationship. I mean, oh, what, do you, what do you expect? You put a bunch of like Hot very people. pretty people <laughs> together, mm-hmm. and you expect them not. 
To bone? And if a woman did get pregnant, he would force her to have an abortion. Yeah, because so he many said abortions in that cult. Because no he said like child out of the twenty two years that Will is in the cult. Yeah, because he said children born. children have no place in the cult. So yeah, like once again, women should have a right to choose mm-hmm. and not get forced to do it. But it was every time a woman was pregnant, she was forced to have an abortion. Yeah, yeah there was one woman. Michelle. <laughs> also, what is his accent? Is it French? Oh, it's is it weird. Is it Cuban? Is it a French Cuban? It's. He sounds like a robot, honestly. He does. Like he really does. He's like, Child, I want you to take your mind. Like, that's what he does. Okay, it's well, like, I'm never coming back to Katie's house again. That was creepy. It's fine. If I'm, I mean, um, I'm, I'm into it then. It was Katie. <laughs> what more do you have to say, Katie? Let me show you where my crystals are. Wow. <laughs> no, they're in your cooter. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Did you just squeeze? Uh, no. <laughs> Her knee Because we're getting old. Renee, leave it. <laughs> Getting old. Yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> Just get plastic surgery and join a cult. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was weird, but his whole oh, guys, his, um, we also got plastic surgery before this this podcast. Oh yeah, if I sound different because I can't move my face. I've okay. never felt better. <laughs> oh my dear, you look simply plastic. Laughing <laughs> plastic is fantastic. Oh, Barbie. <laughs> We all look very concerned and worried. <laughs> oh. so alert. I'm so alert. <laughs> we're very, we are so awake right now. We're very alert, but that's the only emotion we can show because our faces don't move anymore. Actually, we, we just did that. What was it? The Kylie Jenner thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, there is no shame. By the way, we are not plastic surgery shaming. If you want to get plastic surgery, do you. Oh, absolutely. If just I like, have the money, power to you. I'm going to start getting Botox at 30, and I don't care. I'm not ashamed. Not heavy yeah, Botox. so many females actually get Botox. Like, oh, I yeah. call all these moms, and, like, they're all getting Botox. And I'm like, oh. Because you can okay. get, like, a really small mm-hmm. amount in, like, mm-hmm. oh, wrinkles, oh, wrinkles. And, like, you don't have to get it injected all over your face. Like, I'm most definitely going to get Botox and probably lip fillers. I don't care. But, like. You do, you when someone's asking you to change your entire face to be in their yes. family, that's oh yeah, that's yeah, what, like we're, that's like, what we're shaming. It's all choice. The rest, yeah, it's all choice. <laughs> like if you want to get, if you want, you know, if you want to get a third titty, that's fine. Oh fun! Oh, if God. somebody's forcing like, you to get a third titty, video. no, like people do that. Yeah, like Total Recall. I wonder if it's oh. the same. Did we really call it? I wonder. I wonder if it's like her. You have a sensation. I think they can give you sensation. They give you a little like um good vibration. They, it's like an it's a robotic nipple. <laughs> <laughs> they put like the little it's like, like um, they put like the little sex toys you can strap to your clit with a remote control. Ew. They just put one of those in and you can just be like brr, brr. No, <laughs> I'm sticking with it being like Katie's broken Roomba. <laughs> It's that just, broken. It, it goes in a semicircle, hits something, when goes my the Roomba, other direction. When my Roomba gets back to its home base, it freaks out. So it'll park and turn off. And then it just park. freaks out. He goes, rrr, 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 and then it like goes backwards. I wish you guys could see the uh, reenactment <laughs> of <laughs> being a Roomba. See, the first thing this comes... DJ? <laughs> the first thing this made me think of is just like, I just want to hear... Um, I just want to hear a rap song that's like, Shia, tits, like a Roomba. <laughs> like a Roomba. Yes. <laughs> if you're listening, 
listening, please, thank you. We'll take mm-hmm. our copyright checks. I don't know what it means, but it sounds good. And that's why we go, burr, burr, burr. Like how our roommate gets stuck and it's like, burr. Burr. <laughs> Renee, leave this in. Oh my god. Alright, so we're in like the gray area now where it's like, stuff. Yeah, let's check Good about, stuff's happening. Ooh, it's um, getting creepy. I would like to talk about someone. How he would make them put on plays and like musicals for him. Oh my god, and when he would like, when they were building that theater. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah he would, he would make the group basically before they, before the ballet productions went on, he wanted them to build this elaborate theater and they would build so much of it and he would see it and they would show it to him and he would say, those windows, I don't like the way that they are, and, or something about it would just be off, and they would tear the entire thing down and start over. And spending so much time building it. I don't even know. I mean, how long did it take them to build it? Almost like a whole entire year. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like an annual thing. It was they insane. They would build these intricate sets. They would do costumes, hair, makeup. They would choreograph it. They would but they would it only like perform it a day. once. One time for, for Michelle. themselves. Yeah, Michelle will be the star of the show, of course. They rehearsed oh, yes. every single has day. To be. And that's it. Like, no tickets sold. What? I mean, if you're going to be in a cult, at least put the performance on, sell tickets in the valley. To try and get more people to join. Or more yeah. money, at least, and then tear it down and move on. Yes. But no, because it, was, it wasn't for, like, money or anything else. It was for Michelle. Mm-hmm. It was for his approval and everything else. Meanwhile, back in the cult in California. Back in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, things are going really well. Uh, they were, you know... I mean, as well as it can be in a a crazy, no sex having cult where everyone's having sex, where you're not supposed to have sex, but you kind of do it anyway. But then there was a guy outside of the cult who actually fell in love with a woman in the cult, and he brought the uh, the attention of the cult action network to kind of what they were doing. And instead of dealing with it or anything else, they just decided to pack up everything and move to Texas. Right, and that's how you know that he was doing some sketchy junk. Like, when one person brings the cult awareness group to you, and you're like, oh, what? That's hmm. it, the popo, we gotta go! Yeah. Pack up everything and everybody and move to Texas. Well, because he, was, he didn't like the fact that they were being called a cult. That's true. He well, did and not. Well, some of them were like, oh, and like their parents were like calling and calling and calling and like trying to come out there. So I think this is when the facade kind of started to crack because mm-hmm. not everyone went to Austin. Well, I found one quote from a uh, somebody who said that in the earlier days they would actually joke about if this was a cult, at least it's a really good cult. Like, yeah, I remember hearing that. Even if they were calling it that, the people were like, it's fine. It's a good one. It's a good one. We're all pretty people having sex with each other. It's cool. And, and, and putting on fun plays, which I'm sure I'm sure they had a blast doing it at the very beginning. Like the first couple of times you do it, it's probably really fun. And then every every week you're going skinny dipping and you're just like Oh, I meant the play. I meant the plays. Like the first couple of times you do the plays. Like skinny dipping's always fun. <laughs> but no, I'm sure the first time they did the plays, they were like, Oh, I'm Spending time with my people, my other people, and we're doing something fun. But then I feel like after, like, the third or fourth time, you're just like, this? What? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And then, you know, but if you were that person, you're not going to Austin. Also, I just want to know why they wouldn't question, why, Michelle? Michelle? Michelle. 
meet you. <laughs> Why are you changing your name? Again, Austin. Well, people in the cult, people in the cult changed their name. Like, um, Will's name was Fernando, maybe something like that. Yeah, something like spicy. that. So, like, when you went into the cult, you changed your name. Well, because so, he would change their names for them. He yes. would say that this is because they needed new it's names for new identities. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very and Charlie was, Manson of him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, and, and he convinced them to do, like, you know, because not too soon, not too long after they moved to Austin, they, uh, Waco happened. Yes. So it scared him. Yeah. It freaked him out. So they would put on, you know, those, these, like, elaborate, like, FBI type, like, plays, role, like, tryouts, whatever, of mm-hmm. this is what you say and do if the FBI contacts you, um, where none of them would know who Andreas is at all. Mm-hmm. And yes. It's like, if you're not in the cults, why are you running drills? Why are you running away? Why mm. is he changing his name? So and many times. Why, why are we having these, these, these practices of yeah. talking to the FBI? It's almost if he knew he was doing something wrong. <laughs> Like, Will said he was um, writing, like, postcards or getting people to write postcards from, like, other places around the world to say, oh, I'm not in Austin. I'm, you know, in New York City or in Paris or, you know, over here just traveling the world. Ugh. So they could throw the FBI yeah. off, which... I don't even think at this time. Nobody... The FBI didn't give a shit They're about They're not on the radar of anybody. Weren't. Like, nobody cared. Yeah. They weren't on, I mean, I don't think they were on anybody's radar until this movie came out. No. To be honest. I don't, except I think maybe probably the Cult Action Network, but there's our Cult Awareness Network. Can. Can. Can, can do it. No, they couldn't. Because. Cult Action Network is still pretty fun sounding. It is. All right. So they moved to Texas. Obviously, as you can tell, things are starting to crack. The facade is starting to break. People in the cult start to notice that he is, like, messing up. He's getting jittery. He's getting anxious. Mm-hmm. He's getting more demanding. Um, People are starting to realize, you know, maybe he's not this, like, calming God connection. Like, they started to be less and less concerned with those Shakti knowing sessions. Yes. And he was all about, like, who was massaging him, who was doing mm-hmm. his dance class, who was going to be his assistant, who was making his breakfast, like, who was ironing his Speedos. <sighs> it was, like, a whole... I really wanted there to be a cut on Holy Hell of, like, a closet full of, like, neon orange Speedos hanging. Like, Doug's Hi. closet? Yes. Where it's just, like, the same outfit over and over again. That. Same. I don't know if we can sing the song. Yeah, I was going to say. We don't own that song. Sorry. Perfect. But we love the show. <laughs> Please don't just kill me. <laughs> They're like, season the search, you little girls. <laughs> no, I grew up on Rugrats. Uh, okay, yeah. so who wants to talk about the email <clears throat> that shattered Bluefield? All right, so, so as the years went on, um, people started to... Like Liz said, realize more that it was becoming more about Michelle. Why do I keep saying his name like that? Because of the Beatles. Because of the Beatles. I know. I just want to sing that. My no, we bell. can't sing it. Bye-bye. Stop Sorry. singing all the songs. Sorry, Paul. Shit. Bye-bye. Sorry, we like to sing. No, Michael Jackson owns the rights to the songs and he's dead. Oh so. my god. We're fine. His family was. No. Anyways. Um, and I started to realize it was becoming. More about 
not getting closer with God, but basically Andreas, the teacher, thought of himself as the God. So um, people started to realize a little bit of his manipulation at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Like if they they started to talk about leaving and they were wanting to leave, and he would be like, if you leave, something really bad is going to happen to you because he talked to God a lot. Right, and he was like, you guys have nothing. Sounds like <laughs> that direct line to Jesus. You know who he reminds me of a lot? The entire time I was, like, thinking of this. Andy Warhol. Oh. Because okay. Andy Warhol is very full of himself. Oh. In that way. You very know. full of himself. And, like, I mean, the way that he carried himself in represent. Like, oh, true. I mean... You have to excuse my look. You said Andy Warhol, and I was thinking Andy Kaufman. Lol. Lol. And I was like... <laughs> How? No, Andy Warhol. But Andy Warhol, yes, yes, that makes sense. That's why he got shot, because, you know, he was a douche. Oh, I mean, oh, he was. Sorry. But, and then you got Andreas, who, so, in 2006, um, an email was sent out to members of Budaville, um, basically telling of one man's journey while being in Budaville, and what happened with him and Michelle. What the hell is his name? Jaime. Well, his real name is Jaime. Right. Then he changed it to Michelle. Michelle, okay. At and this he point, he's Andreas. Andreas. Got it, got it. No, no, no. I know, I know. I'm just like, Michelle, Michelle is driving me crazy. Okay. Uh. In 2006, um, an email was sent out to members of Budafil. Basically, um, a member of Budafil uh, was sending out what happened to him um, with Michelle. Um, things such as leaning more towards the sexual nature of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like Michelle would ask this man to masturbate in front of him and to basically force him into unwanted sexual advances mm-hmm. and relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the email, what came out was um, other men in Budafield coming out and saying that the same things had been happening to them. Mm-hmm. One being Will Allen, our filmmaker, who pretty much since, I mean, the time when they went to Hawaii, he had had a sexual relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And he and was, was in, like, 1989. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 1989 to 2006 when this came out. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, these things had to happen, like, once, twice, three times a week, like, during their hypnotherapy sessions. Well, exactly. He had a different, it's, like, basically concubine yes. for every day of the and week, and they would draw it. names. Yep, it would be, like, Mondays are Will. This is that. And Will actually said that whatever days, his, whatever day he was on, like, he would be there, he would do it, he would get it over with, and then he would, like, enjoy the rest of his week and try and forget about it, and then, like, a couple days before he would start to get anxiety because he'd be like, it's coming up again. I have to go through that again. And then the day before, he would just be like in a panic the entire day because he knew what he would have to do the next day. Yeah, he wanted them to be naked, make breakfast, Mm -hmm. do ballet, give him massages, and they weren't allowed to watch TV. But fun fact, Michelle actually had all of his concubines um, pull up the black box, he would call it. Mm -hmm. And it was really just TV. And he would have them put on gay porn, and he would force them to watch it together so he could get aroused before he raped them, basically. Yeah. And he, um, Will was saying uh, that because he is a lot taller than Michelle, Michelle would always ask him to, like, get the stool. And that's, like, oh, the yeah. point where he would, bl- he would like, push black it back, out black out, and, like, 
just completely let go and quit paying attention because he just wanted to not, he just wanted to get it over with and not remember. Well, and he was such an asshole too because when they weren't wanting to, you know, give in to him and Mm -hmm. do it consensually, basically, he would say, well, um, because of the way that you were before being here, this is why you don't want to be with me. Like, you don't want to be closer to God. You're, yeah, yes. you're blaming, you're blaming basically how some of these people were raised on the fact that they don't want to have sex with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't want to have sex with you. Just get the fuck off of them. Ugh. Like, what? And the fact that these men, they were li- so living in such close quarters and they were able to just None of them knew about no it. Knew they about wouldn't the talk other. about they it. They each thought it was only happening to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were That's terrified crazy. that if they told on him, they would get kicked out. They'd be homeless. They would have zero dollars, no clothes, no job, mm-hmm. no school. Like Michelle basically made it 1,000% impossible for these people to carry on a life outside of serving him. Yep. And he basically like told them that by having sex with him or letting him rape them, he that they would get closer to God. And it's like, if you don't do this, then you're messing up your relationship with God. Right. So the email gets sent out. A bunch, like all the women in the cult basically were like shook. They yeah. were shocked because nothing like no that idea. ever happened to them ever because mm-hmm. the only ones going after the men. Um, so what happened was one of the members basically went to him and was like, if you let us all go and you move to Hawaii and you never come back here, we won't press charges. Oh, and wow. go to Hawaii and, like, stop. Like, don't be a guru oh, anymore. Did Do nothing. Stop. He didn't No, stop. he didn't. But, but they told he, him to. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, basically, if you stop and you get out, mm-hmm. we will not ruin your life forever. So, in 2007, he moved to Hawaii. With member, like, there were still members of yes. Buddhafield who... There still are today. Oh, yeah, but there were members who, like, saw the email and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and they're still like, there. Oh, yeah, and they're still there. Anywhere? No, I Googled it, and he wears a disguise now. He wears a surgery mm-hmm. mask a black and black... <gasps> yes. Beyonce? <laughs> Wait. Is it, be- is it... Is it... <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all tying together, guys. <laughs> the Illuminati is real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, he, like, wears a surgery mask, sunglasses, like, mm-hmm. he wears really baggy clothes, and he carries around a fake cane. Yes. Oh, so Justin Bieber. Oh, Justin? No. <laughs> Justin? Is it true? Yeah, so, um, so now Lanai Kai is Michelle's location. The people that go, um, some of them have left since they went to Hawaii with him, they said he mm-hmm. has gotten officially crazy now. He's not What's just, his like... his new nickname? Well, no, that's I'll get to that. Didn't Will... Will initially went with him to Hawaii. No, I think he... No. He just he went... He went back to confront him. Yeah. We'll get to that. Oh, okay, okay. Because I thought... He did it's, go. It's so weird. They went because, to Hawaii when the yeah. whole first started when it was, like, 15 people. Right? Oh, like, okay, big, okay, okay. bonding trip. Gotcha. And then he went back to confront Misha. Not that long. Ago, yes, and he like wouldn't see him. Or yes, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about what happens. It's on film. So, the people that went with him from Austin said he officially cracked, went crazy, like is not normal anymore. Mm-hmm. Like is not even pretending to be like the master. He's kind of just like a crazy person who's like back to being a yoga teacher and taking people's money. He's like doing the same thing, but he looked crazy. Well, he still gets new followers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so does Jared Leto. Well, and he, and they're doing it the same way he did at the very beginning, where they're doing the yoga classes oh, and yeah. the meditation yeah. things. 
So, like, you can go to a yoga studio in that particular section of Hawaii and run into people from his oh, cult. The teachers. Yeah. I'm going to get to that, too. So okay. Oh, fuck that. I not want to take one of those yoga classes. It's, it's so wild. Okay, so he still wears Speedos, by the way. If anyone wanted a Speedo update, he's still wearing Speedos. I bet he hasn't, like, paid Probably. They're not even, like, close. So, um, Alan and his friends find out that he is in Hawaii for sure still, still doing the same thing. They yes. He was, like, banished there, but they find out he's still operating his little, like, food field cult mm-hmm. there. So, they take their camera, and they go, and they find him on the beach he's in costume. And it's just, yes. like, the most awkward 30 seconds of literally my entire life. It's like watching oh, a train wreck happen in slow motion. awful. It's literally just, they turn around, he turns around, Michelle turns around, and they just make, like, at least 45-second eye contact. Mm-hmm. No words. And then at the very end of it, Michelle says, are you being a good boy? Oh, that's so creepy. And it's, it's one of those times when, like, you just want to be there so bad. Like, you're like, why didn't you ask me to come with you, Will? I know. I would have stood up for you with oh, my hands. I would have yes. Shoved, I would have shoved a beach umbrella so far. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not threatening anyone on this podcast. We're not threatening anyone. He'll get his comeuppance. I would have let him... <laughs> I would have let him go swim with some dolphins. All right, cut that out. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Everyone knows that, you know, what we really wish for him. Mm -hmm. What a lot of people wish for him. Like, we wish, we are not fans of his, and we weren't even in his cults. Like, I can't even imagine how the people who have left his cult feel. They're so damaged, they were literally hurt to the point of, like, not even wanting to press charges against him. They just wanted him to leave them alone and let them yeah. go. Yeah. How sad is that? And uh, I was reading an article that was, like, talking to people who are from this cult. Like, Will Allen is in his, he's, like, 57, 58 years old now. He's an older man. But talking to him and other members of the cult is, like, talking to children. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you tell these people to just, like, live in the now, like... Basically, don't grow up, don't mature. They were still, they were twenty year olds. Yeah, they were still so like spry. Even the ones that had, like the men that had the 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 rape happen to them, were still like very cheerful and upbeat. Mm -hmm. Still had that mindset. Still very infomercially. Yeah, and it's it's kind of scary because on the one hand, you're like, oh, that's really cool that you still have that youthfulness to you, but on the other hand, it's like you are at an age where you should be more mature than this. It's and it's like, like they they feel very emotionally stunted. It's just like, he literally just made an entire career in life out of breaking people down, stealing from them, raping them, forcing them to, like, worship him. Mm-hmm. And he's still doing it in 2019. But that, oh, happens, yeah. that happens so often, too, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is just one incident of, aside from the raping and everything, but I mean... People do shit like that all the time. Yeah, know? well, I think the Just difference... big, like you said, sorry, megachurches, like, they do that shit all the <laughs> and time. CrossFit. And CrossFit. <laughs> well, I'm not letting that go. CrossFit is a cult. CrossFit's a cult. We CrossFit is a cult. I'm not cutting that they out. They care what <laughs> kind of athletic wear you wear. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? They don't let you have spotters. They all, like, run around the gym screaming, roid raging, like... <laughs> Like, they actually have the same slogans, and mm-hmm. they force you to compete. It's like, once you go to a different CrossFit gym, it's, like, wild. 
It's really crazy. It's I don't really like weird. it. So there's two things I wanted to end on. Um, so Michelle's little group, they call themselves, what is it? Oh, shoot. I forgot to write it down. I'm cheating right now by looking at Liz's notes. Let the record state. They call themselves something, but I can't remember what they call themselves now. But it's different. It's like the following or the happening or like, it's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie is what it's called. I don't know. The happening? The following? I think I mean the following. What happens behind the Lene stays behind the Lene. <laughs> Lene Kai. Lene Kai. Kawhi. Yeah, well, don't worry, we're going to figure it out. Called. I know that they have a fortress. They have like, a whole house that's like boarded up and like has like a huge fence and stuff. So they're definitely still a cult in Hawaii. Um, he now calls himself Reiji, which translates directly to God King. Wow. Ugh. It's like wow. as if you didn't have a God complex enough. Now you're literally calling yourself God King. Oh, yeah. He's not even trying to hide it anymore. Like they said, he's completely gone crazy. It's wild. So they have a house in Lanai Kai. It's like boarded up apparently. It has like huge fences. They have overgrown bushes and stuff that you can't see in there. But he definitely has a pretty, like, pretty large following there. Um, like I said, he walks around in costumes now, still wearing the Speedos. And this is my favorite part. They have a Facebook page. <gasps> No. Yes. Oh my god, okay. I didn't even think to look that up. Don't worry, you guys, I have tea. So, I found a letter a man wrote on their Facebook page about what happened to his wife. What? Are you guys ready? Is this new tea? Oh, did oh his wife, god. like, join the... Is this new tea? Yes, yes. this is new oh tea. God, I'm so excited. Okay. So, a man on the Facebook page lost his wife to the cult. He was stationed there. Um, he was active duty in Hawaii. They moved there. The wife has a newborn baby. Obviously, when you're in the military, you're gone a lot. You're working really long hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unbeknownst to him, she got a babysitter and went to a yoga class. Just like, you know, we went to a new place. I'm just going to go do some yoga. Like, great, great idea, baby. Totally rational. I love going to yoga. Okay? I get you. I got it, girl. So, she says she's going to go to this yoga class. She starts going two days a week. Three days a week. Five days a week. Seven days a week, she's gone to yoga. When he calls, she's never home to answer. And when he is home, she's, like, asleep. Or, like, he's noticed she's become very spiritual. So she's obsessing over it. That's all she talks about, he says. In quotes. So, she goes to her class. She calls him, and she said, um, oh my gosh, they said if I was into it, then I should be a part of the teaching certification program. That's what they're labeling it as now. Oh my god. The teaching certification program. Now I don't want to get certified ever. <laughs> I'm going to be joining a fucking oh guys, cult. Guys, Probably. guys. She took $40,000 <gasps> out of their savings account to join. Oh it's a six-week <clears throat> program. $40,000 oh for six weeks? She didn't ask him. Who are these people who just I mean, have $40,000? That's what I, where, I don't have $40,000 in my savings account. What? I'm all for progressive marriages and, like, not asking your spouse for permission. But, like, forty k is, like, hey, babe, I'm going to be taking a it mortgage cost out of our house. It doesn't okay? cost that much, though. Yeah, six six days a week, 12 hours a day, six-week program. And she just tells him, like, days after. Like, she oh, hands God. the money over. So then he's like, um, we have an infant. 
Question mark? <laughs> Hello? So she says her parents are going to come take care of the baby while she's gone. Don't worry. Like, she's just, like, not showing any kind of, like, nurturing for this baby anymore. Oh, my um, God. Like, oh, well, my parents are coming to take it. Okay. Like, whatever. So he said, obviously, there's a deterioration in their marriage. They separate. She's distant. Never around. They divorce. She never responds. Signs the papers. And that's it. Never, like, says bye to him. Never says bye to the baby. Just, like, goodbye. She agrees. Um, he originally was going to give her full custody of her child for two to three visits a week. After she decides she doesn't want the baby anymore. And so she takes the baby's in Moodafield. <gasps> oh, God. No. Yes. Oh, my God. So um, they divorce. She leaves him to join the fortress. He gives her full custody of a child. She says two to three visits a week. She'll come out for two to three visits a week. But then after a few months of that, he saw their child once a week. Then he saw their child twice a month. Now he hasn't seen either of them in seven months and cannot find them because he doesn't know where the fortress is. Oh my god. That's a horror story right there. That's and it's horrible. Right now. That's the most recent post on their Facebook post. Oh, on like the actual group. They just like leave that up. He wrote it on there. I'm sure, I'm sure it's down now, but he got balls. What? Yeah, that's now. That's right now. That's 2019. Um. So, since we've talked about some terrifying things that happen in cults, we wanted to end this episode by listing ten ways you can know if the group you've joined is a cult. Yes, I found this article on Washington Post. And I wanted to end on this because it's so wild how all ten of these things is, like, Buddha Field Central. Also CrossFit Central. I'm not letting that go. Reason number one. Leaders are always correct and their actions can always be justified. Check. Number two. Questions and critical statements are forbidden. Number three. Members scramble with meaningless work and activities. Never a dull moment. Never downtime. Never anything to let your mind wander. I mean, hello. Fruit sculpture. <laughs> yes. Followers are never good enough. Mm-hmm. Number four, there's always, like, something that more that you could do for them. Like, that you're never, ever actually, more like, surgery. Done. Yep. Number five, dependence is required even for basics and beginners. Number six, reporting on disobedience of other members is mandated and rewarded. Snitches do not get stitches. Mm, they get massages. Snitches get dixes. Come to daddy. Number seven, monetary and sexual gifts are expected and also are met with promotions. Obviously, it's like most cults. Yeah. The outside world, often including family interaction, is presented as catastrophe. Like you're not allowed to talk to like your family members. Oh. Like anything that's not in that cult is not safe. Yeah. It's a I wonder disaster. if somebody in the cult was reading this list. I wonder if somebody in any cult is ever reading this list and they're like, <laughs> they're like, no, oh my god, Michelle would never. It's like when I was 14 wow. and like looking at the symptoms of depression and I was like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Damn it. What? <laughs> I'm emo? Me? Depressed in my vagina? No. It's more likely than you think. 
Renee, you're in a cult. <laughs> you're in your own cult. You are your own cult. <laughs> Goodbye. Number nine, recruitment and new members is a vague... Please hold. Um, iPad and me are not friends. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. The recruitment of new members is a vague process, but they make it sound as upbeat as possible. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Would you like to get certified in cults? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. She was gone when she took out $40,000 for the goddamn oh, yoga God. certification. That's... One yoga class in 2019. <laughs> Let's do. And I want to go to goat. I on Facebook. I go to well, they really got. You know why they really got got go her go is because yoga. she just had a baby. So she, you know, she's in that new mother mindset of. Oh, I'm no. sorry, you're you were in the fourth trimester. I mean, yes, and your brain does not work no. at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. So you're very vulnerable to certain things. Right, and I'm sure. So they she goes to a yoga her. class, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Don't you just want to feel?" Happier than you do now, and well rested, and don't you want a life for your baby? Exactly. Never around. His job is all about violence. Violence, violence. Come with us. Come play with us forever. Forever. Do you have a speedo? (laughs) Do you want to do some shavasana, and I'll tell you everything that's wrong with you? Okay, number (laughs) ten. Former members are perceived as hostile and unforgivable. Mm. Yeah, like going around spilling fucking tea about how your master was shoving his pee 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 in your bee bee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, in your poop shoot. Those old guys. Oh my! Did I cut that out? (laughs) Poop shoot. Oh, no. (laughs) So, yeah, basically, if anything that I just said to you on that list sounds familiar, you're probably in a cult. You should probably get out. Or you're you're in CrossFit. Yes. And if you're in CrossFit or in a cult and you'd like some help, we will leave the contact information for the Cult Action Network in the description of this podcast, as well as... As well as contact information if you or somebody you know is being sexually assaulted. Because that's not cool, no matter how many Speedos you wear. Also, every Tuesday at 8 o'clock at my house, we do yoga in the backyard. For just $50,000, you can get your Yoda certification. Yoda certification? You can be certified (laughs) as Yoda. Wow, I had too much Kool-Aid. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, kids. Well, that was the tea. <laughs> that was Buddha Field. This has been Conspiracy. As always, thank you for listening. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We would really appreciate all the five stars you can get. You can find us on Facebook at Conspiracy Podcast, Instagram at Conspiracy Podcast ATL, and our email conspiracypod at gmail.com. We will have speedos made soon with our um with our new with our logo right on the front. <laughs> so just And you know, if you have anything you'd like us to cover, please feel free to shoot us a message on social or send us an email. Yes. Alright, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Anybody, I would like to live. I just want to do God's will. Just to go. But I want you to know.